Oh, you know what? I don't think it's live. <laughs> I don't think I hit go live. Oh, you did? No, it wasn't even out in the first place. <laughs> it's a good way. I'll hit go All right. live. Yeah, go ahead. I guess we'll go live. That'll get us on Twitch. You know what? Screw it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Ah, the French. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Twitch. Hey. We're here. We're live. Oh. Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys. This is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngsburg. I'm an all-league wrestling referee. I'm going to J.R. Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the One Fall Show, the weekly podcast, uh, the, the the morbidly unpopular weekly podcast. We it's talk Mormon about, time! It's Mormon time, Chuck. We talk about professional wrestling and whatever else crosses our mind. It's true. I, I, uh, uh, I've got some bad news for everybody. The host... <laughs> Too damn high. <laughs> You've been doing that for like 20 minutes and it never fails to make me chuckle. Like, we're live now? I'm going to do it again. <laughs> uh, that voice you hear right there is my longtime co-host, uh, the most underrated player in the space. Hell yeah. Mr. Chuck Bean, how you doing, sir? Oh, it's still warm in this studio. It's like 50 degrees outside and it's still just warm in here. Yeah. What the shit? Gotta get one of James's uh, tank tops. <laughs> yeah. We're in uh, James uh, says uh, the end is near. Seems to be some sort of a pastiche of paranoia. Uh, I like what he's doing with his. Oh yeah, the designs for those are all great. Where do you remember the website where you oh, find those? Oh man, I, I will. I'll find it. Okay, because yeah. I know he posted a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that uh, that voice you hear there is, that plug uh, incoming is uh, is Justin Valentine. He's, yeah. yeah. Um, the host of uh, Chuck. What is his? Uh, oh, the God. JV Sports Talk PPV Pod. Yes. Dot EMU. God. <laughs> Quit talking. Emu. Emu. <laughs> yes. Yes. Emu, emu. Yeah, and the podcast is back this week on uh, at PPV underscore pod. Uh, our good friend, our host here, Mr. Shawnee Constance, is going to come talk extreme rules with me. Doing double duty this week. He's doing double duty this week talking extreme rules with me. Nice. Yeah, and uh, by the way, of uh, James' shirt, I'd buy that shirt. I'd buy that shirt.com. Yep, yep, I'd buy that shirt.com. Find it on Facebook as well. Hell Some yeah. good stuff. I, 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 I yeah, have all not, those designs are great. I have not partake, partaked yet, but yeah. I will Got because cool I like it. Revolutionary I like what's feel going on. to a lot of his designs. Yes. Uh, but abstract, right? Like to me, it feels like old punk rock, but I feel like this imagery will appeal to different people for different things. It's, yeah. it's pretty, pretty cool. And I, I like buying. I pretty much have a rule that if somebody who I've met and has been nice to me is selling a t shirt, I will buy their t shirt. Uh, it goes back to going to so many local band shows and meeting artists and stuff so uh i met james a few times and he seemed very authentic oh yeah he's a fun dude that's why uh that's why i'm on nerd radio when i can it's a lot of fun very good very good <laughs> what, what is this there's a hissing noise suddenly oh I, i'm sorry you did what, what did you, you do what's me he's just doing what it, this is outrageous <laughs> all right well we have the uh extreme rules paper a pleu. Premium, premium live <laughs> event this week. 
Uh, Chuck, do you have any interest in this event? Kind of do. Okay, I uh, think it's a, I think it's a good card. Yes. I think it's I like that it's varied. Somebody had pointed out that last year's Extreme Rules were all just like regular ass matches and one that. Extreme Rules match. Yep. And like this is the way if you're gonna make Extreme Rules its own thing and its own pay per view, then this is how you do it. Every match has got to have some kind of gimmick. That's it. And I think that's fun. I like that they went all in on the stipulations. It's not just that. They're all extreme rules matches. Right. But they're like some serious you have an I quit match. Strap match. A strap match. You have a ladder match for the women's title. Like there's only one just generic extreme rules match, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with a generic extreme rules match. Right. But the fact that they went like really de- a fight pit, like I love the fight pit. Yes, uh, yeah. like <laughs> these stipulations are intense. I'm and, I'm real interested to see if the fight pit looks as good in a larger arena than it does in like the performance center. You would hope they put a lot of effort. And you've brought this up, Shawnee, a lot. They're in Philly. Yeah. Right? So everything about this Extreme Rules pay-per-view had to be good. That's why we're probably getting the stipulations we're getting. Right. But the look at the fight pit has to be spot on. Plus, Daniel Cormier from UFC is going to be involved now. Yeah. You have to make it look legit if he's involved. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. And Matt Riddle has promised to kill Seth Rollins. He did. Wow. What, <laughs> yes. yes. What a promo. Those two are out of control, and I love uh, it. Yes. We love it. We're going to see a murder Saturday night. Yeah, You know what? And look, I am not, this might be a little eh to say, but I got to say it. Everything going on with Riddle in real life, right? Whatever people think of him, whatever the real story is, and so on. And of course, for him to be good with these with Seth taking these these shots for the storyline, good on him. That's, you know that's I mean? a, that's it takes old, a lot. That's an old school wrestling mindset of yes. like, if we're gonna let's let's use what's going on in real life yeah. and like don't set any boundaries. Like I'm gonna say some shit that's gonna piss you off, and that and we'll we need to work with that. Yes, and 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 the fact that he is working with it again. This is not me defending Riddle and saying he's a fantastic human being in real life. Has nothing to do with that. But the fact that he is working with that and yeah. Seth in the middle of it all, right? He's not bringing stuff up that happened. Years and years ago hasn't been relevant in years. Right. We're literally in the middle of it. Within the last few months, stuff has happened within that. And, you know, Seth is, he said what he said way back when, when he first said it. He said it again last night on Raw. It takes a lot to be like, you know what? Yes, it's, it's you know, not to use the line, but best for business. It works. It's going to get a pop. It's going to help build this story. Let's do it. Like, it. It takes a lot for someone to do that. So kudos to him on that. Interestingly enough, on the other side of that, I watched, um, I think it was Barstool, perhaps. Uh, there was a shoot interview with Rollins within the, just the last week, and so I watched that in its entirety. And he he he's very much upset by the realization that he's always going to be number two to Roman. It was with uh, Ariel mm. Hawani. Yes, remember, yes, yeah. So what, what is he? Who, do you know who he's affiliated with? He the, is. Uh, he covers UFC for ESPN, uh, and he's actually interviewed uh, MJF. Recently, yes, I, yes, I, I, I watched that, uh, and then that's he how had I that, discovered him actually. Yep, and then uh, before that, if you haven't seen this one, then the one that really got he started, he just recently started interviewing uh, AEW and WWE people. He interviewed Triple H right when Triple H took over. Okay, I'll and you got that. a lot of great quotes about Triple H and AEW, yeah, uh, about Bray Wyatt and other Sasha Banks and all the superstars who aren't there. Great. Great, great interview. Shout out to him because I mean, MJS was great. Oh yeah, I haven't gotten through all of Seth's, but I mean, it, he's been doing a great, great work with some top names. Like he's starting at the top. Oh yeah, he's oh, not yeah. starting anywhere. Don't get me wrong; he's been doing it for years. But this is again right. introducing he wrestling. Just started with the biggest 
biggest names. Exactly. I mean, and he's start he's Triple H, MJS, Seth Rollins. Damn. Look, at, look at how different <laughs> since Triple H took over. We had Roman Reigns over on Pat McAfee's show. Now yep. I understand it was for part of a longer build, but yep. still we're seeing a lot of different things and it's 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 it is reinvigorating me. You are absolutely correct. I, I don't know if you mentioned I think before the show you mentioned it where you were arguing with Chuck and explaining to him why despite being the most talented uh, the, the the most, most under talent in the talent. space, you still don't deserve to be on his podcast. Um, <laughs> it has to make sense. It was it was a harsh it was a harsh truth that I needed to hear. It's okay. It's a little jealousy. Shawnee's coming on. You'll be on soon. Don't worry. Yeah, that's fine. But Riddle got to go in and dig into that that yeah. stuff with Rollins, which he had just thrown out there and seemed pretty legit. I mean, I think that he he's that's a that's a weird. I will never quite understand that. I don't know if that's you know that's like the weird hippie stoner to me. Yeah. Like I don't I don't have that upward mobility thing. Like. Yeah. I think it's a lot, whether I was guilty of something or not, no matter what the real life situation, I, I don't know how I would feel about you using, especially a current sure. real life situation in, the, in that storyline. Because you got to think, even, even if he knows Seth is just saying this for the story, right? It's still going to sting. It's going to sting. You're in the middle of it. Like how I, that it takes a lot. It's a lot for Seth to say it, right? It, you know, it kind of goes back one that, that struck me way back when, sorry to age here, but like even back then when I was only nine, when Randy Orton said that Eddie was in hell oh my to Rey Mysterio. Sorry. You <sighs> good? Nine. I was nine. It was 2005. No, I might have been 10. It was 2006. I, I lied. Because Eddie passed at the end of 05. It was 06. Well, well into my college years. Yep, I was 10. Ooh. But I'm going to repeat that. I was 10. So Thank you. Yep. No, but even... <laughs> Even then, as a 10-year-old, I was like, did he just say that? That's a lot. It takes a lot, honestly, for the person saying it, right? Yeah, and just waifing kids stuff in general, mortality stuff. It's always been, you know, a little bit taboo. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think that 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 to me um, has all the likelihood of stealing the the show. It should. I think Um, it should. It It should main event, I think, because Roman's not defending. He's defending at Crown Jewel. I think that that match main events. I don't know why it was. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't put a lot of thought. Well, and it's you know essentially a cage match. So like you, there's there's setup and breakdown involved in it. Yeah, you was for that reason too. Plus the other matches on the card, they got good matches. I like by the way, we another one we didn't mention the brawling brutes and uh, Imperium doing a six man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just a, a schmaz. Basically street fight, crazy, yep. whatever. But uh, there's no other match on the card that I can see main eventing right. Like I, I mean, there's a title match Bianca and Bailey. Yeah, maybe one know. of the women's title matches. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know if Liv and Ronda would, would main event. That doesn't really make much they, sense. They definitely have to deliver if you're going to put if, them on yeah. last. I could see Bailey and Bianca. If one of the women's matches are main eventing, it'll be Bailey and Bianca. I have more faith in them delivering in the main event. Than I, do. I could see that being the main event because I think that if, if we're going to see a return of Sasha... That yeah. would be the time to do it. While, That's a good point. While Bailey's up on the top of a ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Does she come back to help Bailey? who knows yeah, <laughs> that's, right. what's, that's what would make it so good yeah that that's a good point if 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 that's the main event the interesting part for me when it comes to extreme rules and you know i know we will talk about this because this is all anyone's talking about is i mean i think it was confirmed yesterday bray wyatt is white rabbit like if you weren't already confirmed it it's he's a part of it um what was the confirmation you didn't get a confirmation I, I mean, I saw the the QR code and I saw what the QR code led to, but I didn't see where it's like that's absolutely Bray Wyatt. 100%. So if you uh, the first the first time the QR code shows up, 
It was during a backstage segment with Alexa Bliss yeah. and Bianca and whatever. And it didn't just flash on the screen this time. This time it kind of like this yep. kind of phased whatever. Someone was able to slow down enough. And at one point, the fiend's face appears right above Alexa Bliss's head, and oh, okay. whatever the little, you know, whatever. So it's 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 that. And then in the Corey Graves segment in the contract signing, when it was on the back of the 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 black book, they placed a person with a fiend mask right behind Corey Graves. I, well, on that note, I've got some bad news for you. Sure, I've seen the tweets. That was a dude. What that was mean? a dude that came I've got with Bray Wyatt stuff. News. Is, and it, was, oh, is it bad news, Barrett? It's not bad news, Barrett. No, but, just, but I saw tweets from that dude. It was like, oh my God, like I knew I was going to be on hard camp, so I brought my Barry Wyatt stuff, and it just. And it was he perfect. brought it just in time, just for when that, because he didn't have it before or after that segment. That's what got people going. Yeah, maybe. Because, maybe, maybe he's kayfabe in it. Because I, 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 I watched the whole match. Well, he definitely didn't pixelate himself during the, the backstage well, yeah, segment. Right. Why are we having this argument? Yeah. No, but Sorry, saying, your extra evidence. No, is I'm saying real? <laughs> during, the, during the show leading up to it, it, you know, wherever he was, like he was on the hard cam, like Chuck mentioned. Yeah. He wasn't wearing the Fiend mask. After that segment, he wasn't wearing, there was no one wearing a fiend mask there, at least. Right. And then it just happened to be during that contract. Uh, maybe, like I said, maybe. That timing is spot the fuck well, out. Well, maybe he's kayfaving it. Maybe he was a plant. And he's yeah, just you heard it here first, everybody. CM Punk is coming back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he did, didn't he? <laughs> hey, I, I. He came back. You know me. I want more than anything for it to be Bray Wyatt. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. Of course it's going to be Bray Wyatt. It's Bray Wyatt. Oh my god! It's, it's gonna sorry. be it's gonna be the rabbit from uh, what's his face, Adam Rose. Adam Rose. No, it's gonna be the bunny rabbit. Yeah, the bunny rabbit. Yes. See, Triple uh, H's first huge move is gonna be to bring back Adam Rose, Adam Rose and, the and the bunny, bunny rabbit. Uh, I did see that uh, some hints at Joe uh, it potentially being a group faction of some sort, not just with Alexa Bliss, but also uh, from NXT was it Joe Gacy. Um, yeah, I saw somebody had said something about the the URL or the the HTML that yeah. goes into it. There's like a lot spells that goes out Gacy. In, they're, they're doing that because oh, this maybe is, he's going to come back as John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> yeah, right with a, like the clown. Yeah. That, there's a lot that goes into this this kind of stuff. I brought it up before. This is very similar to my favorite band, How Twenty One Pilots promotes their new stuff. There's he always says, yes. cryptic. Yes, right. There's always clues. And it's these clues are meant for fans to dig into it, dig into the HTML code to find the extra hints that aren't just the QR code that's on your screen. Uh, so it's it's a very similar route that they're taking with this White Rabbit stuff. So I think they're you know all these people who are digging into the HTML. Uh, there was one where they slowed down the audio so it sounds more like Brave White. That yeah. stuff is intentional, right? Like it's intentionally done because whoever's doing it, the creative knows there are crazy people in this world on the internet who will take the time and to I would find this shit. I would think ultimately if, if this is leading up to the, the reveal of Bray as we expect it is that th this is like 99% him. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. This but is the 90, cool like thing is putting is all this stuff together. Like he can continue to do the QR code thing every week and he's essentially going to create his own band of super fans yep. that yeah. prevent them from being able to, just completely bury him like they constantly did before. Yeah, right. You know, like he'll just have two. He'll just have a direct line to so many people piling into his uh, yeah. Twitter. I think it's you know we mentioned the Ariel Hawani uh, interviews and with Triple H. Triple H talked so highly of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, in the his creative mind, of course, with the Fiend character. Like that was one of the biggest complaints was, and Seth actually brought this up in his interview. Yes. Vince didn't get it. 
Yeah, oh, right? yeah, no, the, the Vince being gone makes so, like, everything, so tr- every last thing, like, oh, for sure. every time, like, everything that happens, I, and I don't, I don't mean to, to yell at you, No, but, like, I, I, as I sit and watch the show, I'm just like, this is better, this is better, this everything, is better, this yeah. is better, this is better, I'm like, I didn't realize how much, like, always I understood the big storylines, sure. I hated how Vince, it was so transparent how you either had these very primary color or you were you were fucking jeff hardy playing a character who's a drunk which is like the most fucking offensive thing right yes. like when you're fo- forced to play a character like that that was his only character the mindset that he had it's someone had re- recently posted a, it, it was an older video interview of stephanie mcmahon talking about when she was pregnant in 05 i think it was or 06 and Vince pitched the idea of for storyline, he was the father of her baby. And she when was like, she no. turned it down, he said, What about Shane? Like, <laughs> this is the mindset that this fucker had. And Stephanie had to say, No, <laughs> you're actually my dad. He's actually my brother. I'm not playing this fucking story. <laughs> like, this is the mindset that this fucker had. Even even she could see at that point in history that's at some point Dominic Mysterio is going to have to wrestle with the fact we all think Eddie Guerrero is his dad. Yep. She's like, I don't want to do that to my yep. children. Yep. So it's, it's yeah, it, it's... It, it's going to be refreshing and very interesting to see how Bray Wyatt, whether he's the fiend or whatever he is, long-term speaking, how, how his character goes, how his story goes. Because a lot of his story was derailed by stupid Vince decisions, right? We still loved the fiend. We yeah. loved what came of it. But then, you know, you look at the Seth Rollins situation in the Hell in a Cell, and there was a lot of things. They kept forcing him to the world title. That character needs to stay away from the world title. Yes, yes. When when he was a thing, we we said on on the show. I said multiple times that you have to book him the same way you booked Kane. He is a monster that you escape. You do not defeat him. Yep. He is a horror movie trope that you yes. escape. Yes, that's it. And putting a title on him forces him to be defeated at some point. Sure, but you can also have a really fun long run. Yeah, if, if you're just letting oh, him sure. main event and getting you know the last forty minutes, it's just of the tough. Right. That's the one. thing. And I'm not saying that like the fiend and can't. We're gonna be see. Look, we're seeing the um, the BDSM club is almost for sure gonna suck up either AJ Styles or somebody right like, like pivoting off of AJ Styles. <laughs> yes. Um, I if 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 for some reason the you know we're hearing about Finn Balor getting a big push yeah if for some reason that's the last match then I would imagine that he comes back either as a foil for both of them because you're gonna have uh you know you have the old uh, vampire versus the the new um, edge the BDSM club what's right. uh, the Hellfire club the Hellfire yeah. club yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah having him show up with like would just cause all kinds of chaos in that that yeah. little world there would be the good a good world to introduce them in. Yeah, I uh, just think it's speaking on the fiend and talk about being defeated or escaped. That's the one I guess if you wanted to find a downside at least in my brain to a character like that, it's tough to find a good way to have them lose a match without Well, that's what I was about to say like the purpose you, of what he is. It's not that he can't lose, it's the fact that like he can't. You can't make him look weak. Right. You can't. And when you in, put a title on you him, you can't stick him in the ring in Saudi Arabia with Goldberg and have him lose in under a minute. Right. And you put a title on him, unless you're going to Roman Reigns him when it comes to his title reign. At some point, he'll have to drop the title. Yeah. That's <laughs> when it would gets Seth creative. Rollins be if <laughs> the Fiend shows up, <laughs> he shows and, up he takes, and just takes the title, takes back the title and he's number one for the next twenty yeah. years. Right. I, you know, I still, by the way, am all in on a Seth Roman rematch at WrestleMania and Seth taking that title. 
uh, personally. I think it's been long enough that like, I, I know Shawnee, you've been talking about like KO uh, fighting Roman again. And That's I think it's one. been long enough since both of those uh, losses that like you can totally Bring it up. Give us another chapter to oh, either yeah. of those feuds. Yeah, give me a uh, three uh, give me a triple threat. Yeah, give yep. me a triple threat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rollins is sort of a tweener, you know. Yeah, like if, if there's going to be a triple threat, I think it'll be Roman, Seth, and Cody. Assuming Cody's there for Mania, which he probably will be. And uh, and assuming that Cody was really going to get the rocket to Roman Reigns. Right. Maybe we're just maybe it's him and Bobby Lashley yeah. for the U.S. title. Right. Mr. Yeah. America, rah rah rah, and we were just overshooting all this. Yeah. The more that Triple H brings in. And you know things he's done, and you know revamped Kevin Owens, brought in Johnny Gargano, everything with the bloodline. The less I want the Rock at WrestleMania against Roman. Yeah, like there's enough strong characters on a weekly basis already. Give me Cody and Roman. Give me Seth and Roman. Give me KO and Roman. Give me any combination of those before the Rock. Yeah, I think you could have a, a segment with the Rock in which whatever you want to happen. I assume Roman knocking out the Rock, right? Like yeah. instead of getting a pin in the ring. You can have a knockout yeah. backstage. And it's just a tough situation because if that match has to happen because it's in Hollywood and the family and whatever. It, I don't think it does, man. The Rock did, Last time The Rock showed up, he just used the flamethrower on yeah. my family and it was like a minute. I There's don't know been a right. lot. And I keep. Homeboy's going to be bouncing off the ropes much. Right. And it's and it's interesting, too, because I keep bringing up the Triple H interview, but they talked about The Rock. And Triple H obviously didn't say this, but it did give me vibes that it's, it's a it's, <laughs> it's a, a worst fucking promo in the business. Him and Stone Cold. <laughs> he didn't say it, but he said it. No, uh, he, he definitely gave vibes that it's going to be a hard sell to get The Rock to come back ever for yeah, a match. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's worth the sell. I don't think you need to. I, I don't want to watch The Rock in slow motion. I mean, that's what yeah. happens, yeah. man. When yeah. you get old, I mean, he looks fucking great. He, you know, obviously he could bend me into a pretzel. Sure. But, you know, I don't, uh, you know. Compared compared to Roman or let anyone him go else. To, let him go to Saudi and do some yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, right. Going. Well, this time, or I should say this time, but like at last year's WrestleMania, when the thoughts of Roman and Rock at the following year's WrestleMania, at the state of WWE at the time, I was with it, right? Obviously, it was way different which is crazy to think about because it's only been, what, six months. But way different. Vince still in charge. The names that were still there. I'm like, you know, and we just watched Stone Cold do the great thing with KO. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, Roman and Rock, get it over with, whatever. I don't want it. I don't want it. I really don't want it. No, especially with getting uh, Roman and um, Instaboy. Logan Paul? Yeah, Logan Paul. I, I think it'll be an, an, an excellent match. That's fine. But I just, it's like we... Pretty sure Logan Paul's not going to come away from that as the two. Like, no. talk about Triple H dropping the ball. Yeah, no shit. Right? Like, yeah, right. In under three unless, minutes. Unless too. he immediately gets beaten by Austin Aries and something good happens the one, you know, the next Monday, that would be uh, all a nightmare. So, like, they'll probably put on a great match. I don't particularly care. I've yeah. I've done well in not watching the Saudi matches. Now I'm curious. Could it, this be the year where this match doesn't feel like a glory? By the end of this show. Something has not happened that you know. Uh, yeah, it's not just a glorified out show. I think it's it's good to which it has been allowing me to you know see what I'm saying. This is a good route though because you know they always do something extra for Saudi shows. Right. This is a good route of doing that without forcing Undertaker, DX, Goldberg into our into our lives. Right. <laughs> Logan Paul has been around. Yeah. Put on a great match with the Miz. This is more believable than Goldberg coming out and challenging Roman to a match in Saudi. Or even Brock Lesnar. I mean, I mean, we still got a month. Who was the, who was the guy that punched um, Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury. That one I am that, worried because theory, theory does keep bringing that up. 
That is one that I am worried that they're doing Fury and Theory at uh, uh What was the guy's Jewel. name? Fury and Theory? Uh, I know. That'd be fun, actually. Tyson Fury. Oh, Tyson Fury. I'd be, That's I'd be right. fine yeah. with that. Yeah, so that one I do think, I mean, Austin Theory keeps bringing it up. They're going to Saudi in a month. Yeah. I, I, get, a, I get vibes that they're going to do that there, but... Tyson Fury hasn't said anything, hasn't been around, so who knows. But I think that's the closest we're going to get to a gimmick match just because it's in Saudi. Right. right. You know, Logan Paul, again, it makes more sense. He just put on that great match with The Miz. Like Shawnee said, it, it, I think it'll be a good match. He's not going to win, but it's to get the Saudi people a big star. But right. do you, so do you guys think that there's a chance that something – storyline wise will happen there that makes this much watch TV another area where Vince dropped the ball right the only right. thing intriguing that happened at Saudi was when the planes got held over and we thought that <laughs> people might start to get the bones yeah. right I think if you're looking at going in Triple H knows how to build a pay-per-view um, and I think that's what they're going to lean on I mean they're doing a Roman Logan thing face to face this Friday night on Smackdown mm -hmm. so I think those promos whatever's said whatever's done will that's going to carry this being a must-watch match. We know Roman's going to win. There's no reason for Logan Paul to win this match. Yeah. So why do we want to watch it? Are we watching it? It could be whatever happens with Sami Zayn, right? You know, if Sami Zayn's story, phenomenal. Fucking But I great. just mean, like, they're moving parts all over the place, right? Yeah. Because we've got the whole... Um, the whole Bailey faction thing going yep. on. And at, at some point, something has to happen to counter. Like, if you look at, I mean, you have great, um, I, I've been enjoying Asuka uh, and, and, and uh, Bliss. Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're just, but it's not a, right? It's not, they're not a faction. No. 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 And it seems odd to me that factions are starting to build. I think that, you know, uh, we're going to have DX appearing at Monday Night Raw for the 25th anniversary, minus their most over member, Mr. Yep. Ass. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I fully, and I will be very disappointed, I fully expect probably Triple H to make a scissor me comment on Raw. Did you, guys know, did you guys notice last, I think it was last week, Corey said something to Byron about uh, his friends in Reseda? It sounds which was a, Which was like a, yeah, a sort of the young, CM uh, Punk thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That he said something about, you know, these kids from Reseda that couldn't manage a target. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, it was very, it was very subtle but yes. pointed. Yeah. Now that's. Like, if you know, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And I, then he did something last night, too, that I was like, all right, Corey, I get it. Corey's on. Corey has been on one when it comes to taking little shots oh, yeah. at real life situations. Uh, I don't know what it is with him. It's funny I, to me. It started because remember there was that report. What was it around last year's Royal Rumble? Because we thought he was going to be in the Rumble. Yeah, and he's mm -hmm. clear to compete. Right. Yeah. And I feel like ever since that report, not saying they're tied in at all, he's been a little like more edgy when it comes to comments he's making. He That's, has put a little. Pat McAfee in his yes. game. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially yeah. with WWE losing Pat McAfee That's, right now. I will game say, day. I, I had thought of that a few weeks ago, and I just didn't want to, like, I was like, that's a kind of a harsh criticism, right? Like, he's Corey Graves is the more experienced wrestling yes. broadcast, but I was watching, and I was like, hey, you're a little Pat McAfee in your game. Yeah. Now yes. that Pat McAfee's gone, I think that's excellent. And if, for love of God, Papa Paul, when McAfee comes back, have him show up. Have have it get four weeks before he comes back. Corey Graves starts talking shit about the old guy who used to work here and fuck him. And you build it and you build it and you build it. Pat McAfee comes in, pulls him from behind the desk, throws him in the ring, and says, "You're cleared. To, you cleared to go." 
then let's Ooh, go. I love that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a coal on a stick match. <laughs> That's fantastic. Pat McAfee, that's a tough loss. I, You know, he's a hot commodity in general. He's fucking great. He's great at so much of what he does. You know. The best thing in WWE for the last year, correct. in my opinion. My worry is for him specifically, it's funny because my brother's a huge fan of his, so we've gone back and forth. He's going to get a lot of offers. Oh, I'm sure. He can't keep leaving I guarantee you WWE did not sign him assuming he was going to be gone within, right. you know, they wouldn't have put him on the SmackDown broadcast team, right? right? You it, can't just keep dipping on jobs because another one came for you. He's at college game day now. It might be a lot like Mauro Ranello, man. We might have we might have only had him for so long. Yeah. And he's just, just going to move on to bigger and better things. Yeah, because, I mean, and, and I think the scary part with Pat McAfee is he's so intertwined between the sports because he's huge in the sports world. Sure. Yeah. ESPN wants him. Yeah. His podcast is huge. He's college game day is huge. But then, obviously, he's so great at WWE. You know, it's just a tough thing that, you know, I to leave a gig like that halfway. He does game day and is like, I can talk all the sports I want in my own podcast. I don't got this asshole in my ear. I'm going to yeah. go hang out with Cole. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, and it's, it, it'll be interesting come Royal Rumble time because obviously college game day for college football, college football season ends in December. Sure. He could sure. easily be yeah. a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble match, and I would yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, would, that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I got to ask before because I know we got to talk AEW. Um, with this White Rabbit stuff, how, are, are they dragging this on? Because they are starting to talk it's, about it more. They, they, no, they're not talking about WWE TV, but they had a whole thing on the bump about it. They're little it's, fucking. It's not whatever. to the level of Carmella or uh, Emelina promos. Oh. But. Um, <laughs> Free agent, by the way, Emelina. Right. It, it is definitely. I, I'm definitely in the camp of like, all right, just give it to me now. Yeah. Just 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 give it to me now. And every every show that they don't give it to me, I'm like, eh, it's okay, but like just give it to me. Yeah. I I I like the Sami Zayn stuff that's going on. Yes. Uh the White Rabbit stuff is intriguing, but all of it takes up less than I you you I, you even tweeted this and I agree with your tweet, which doesn't happen very often, I have to say. Yep. But um White Rabbit is the most entertaining thing on the shows and it's taken up less than like two minutes combined, of television yeah. combined yep. in the last month. And and that's kind of where I'm at with, with WWE at this point in history is that they do have a lot of very interesting moving parts all over the show, but none of it is like back to back to back to back things I'm interested in. Sure. It's like cute little thing I'm interested in for 10 seconds and then an hour's worth of stuff that I don't care about. See, they're getting me because I'm starting to like the Alpha Academy now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to like, yeah. okay, like, now that this is going to be a long-term story, I'm like, okay, what's Shush Boy going to be like 20 years from now when he's leading the second generation shield down the ramp right. because Roman sure. Reigns is hurt? You yeah. Know? Um, I, I think that there's he, these... I want this to happen for Baron Corbin. It still has not. However, <laughs> they hinted at JBL and him a while ago, but yeah. he hasn't been seen. Oh yeah, seen. yeah, with the uh, with yeah, the, he disappeared. And he's yeah. disappeared. A lot of people are like, "Is Corbin the White Rabbit?" Vacation. <laughs> yeah. White Rabbit. He's the White that'd be, Rabbit. That'd be fair. I I told Amy over the weekend. I had I guess you would call it a nightmare. Like I wasn't like to wake up screaming or anything like that. But I had a dream that uh, the White Rabbit was just broken, Matt Hardy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> came back and like it's not obvious that's not what I want but I was just like huh 
All right. I, I'm yes. hoping that Broken Matt Hardy is about to make a return because I was realizing, talk about the, the mid-card vortex, which I think is a wrestle talk thing. Yeah. But um, Matt Hardy is not helping teams get over, right? Like no. he, <laughs> private parties back, like do something crazy with them. Turn private party into something yeah. different and big and something that isn't just whatever they are right now because yeah. it doesn't have enough oomph. And I think the guys are hella talented. So, yeah. but like back with Hardy, I'm like, what is Hardy doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what is Hardy doing here? Well, Broken it, makes more sense because it's yes. all pre-shot. And the fact that he walks like, like he's yeah, not right. particularly articulated. When it comes to the mid card, that's the thing. Like you mentioned, like Alpha Academy is starting to get over with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that, you know, I disagree with you on when it comes to WWE, like, interesting stuff consistently triple h to me knows how to take a mid-card person that we know is not going to win titles they're not going to get you know they're not getting over like a kevin owens would get over roman reigns or seth rollins but they're entertaining somehow right mm -hmm. chad gable and otis chad gable's phenomenal technically in the oh ring. he's the second coming he's, of kurt angle he's obnoxious on the mic and like whatever he is 100 1999 2000 kurt angle focus on that right and that's what and that's what makes his little story with Braun Strowman interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Like he got his ass beat last night, and then he's backstage. I almost had him. I almost yeah. had him. No, you did. But the little things like that. We know Gable's not going over. He's not going to be holding the title anytime soon. But I'm still looking forward to his segment. It's, Triple H knows how to get that mid card entertainment. Going. It's entertaining yes. comedy wrestling. It's not somebody getting hit in the balls Correct. and having yeah. their pants pulled down. Yes, right? it's people putting on great matches, but still, you know, having. Having the strength of character to go backstage and still sell it, suit like I almost had him right. Like it's yep. he's just a clown. Yep, but he's not like what Vince sees as a clown. He's well, an actual developed clown. Like a clown plays the role. Yes, he plays the role in a sense. Like you, and, and again, you mentioned this. It could help him in the long run. I'm not going to say ten years from now he's going to be a world champion, but five years from now, if he is that good and he does this stuff, it could help him become something more. Yeah. And I think time. I think Triple H will be smart enough to say, like, uh, there's no reason why Rusev shouldn't have touched the belt. I don't care yeah. what was going on with Bork and, and Roman. You had two titles, uh, two main titles, yep. and a bunch of nonsense. Like, give him the title, even if it's just like a fraudulent two-week thing where he gets to stomp around with it, because then you have something to build on. Yes. And I think that, uh, and also... When um when when he showed up at AEW, the first thing he talked about was how bullshit is the gold you know the gold ring that you re reach for. I was selling more than everybody else. I should have gotten the rocket, and, and I did not. Give him that taste, yeah. and I, I think that Triple H will do that because sometimes he would take a guy like uh, Bobby Roode, who I thought this is a mid card guy at yeah. best. He's like he's a a, a subpar late eighties wrestler. And but he ended up being the champion, and you know be, be, because Triple H gets it, he's like Vince would have said that he's just an entrance. He said, "Yeah, people yep. fucking love it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Going out of their minds. Sometimes that's all it needs to be, right? Yeah. Like we talk how over play it right, play right? your hand right. How over is someone like a Roman Reigns and MJF, right? Mm -hmm. How often do those two wrestle? You rarely, right? That's I love MJF saying that. It's his two interviews he recently have been it. so good because yes. it was. They were half shoot, half not, but fantastic. Yeah, him talking about it. he's like I, I, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a fucking uh, I, I'm a I don't need to wrestle every night. Yeah. 
I'm I'm a draw. I'm, I'm a draw. The draw. Right? The um. What, what was they don't Andre it. the Giant? Yeah, Andrew yeah. the Giant. What was Andrew he? the Giant? A spectacle. I'm a spectacle. <laughs> Andrew the Giant. <laughs> Andrew the Giant. Of course, the goose that uh, <laughs> would attack jobbers after he'd been cut <laughs> by Vince McMahon. Oh man, but we want to talk about AEW. I don't know, man. You guys want to talk about Sammy Guevara? Do we want to? In the last like three hours, it's What's been all over now? Twitter. Yeah, he's, him and Andrade. Him and Andrade are probably gonna fist fight backstage next, tomorrow night at what? the at AEW because he said some because he I, I'm pretty sure that's not gonna happen. Said some harsh shit to him on Twitter. Yeah, Sam, who said some harsh shit to who? Sammy Guevara just started just shit shitting on Andrade. Andrade. You know, it's interesting because I did not go deep into like where it started. I saw the main comments of like what happened, but um, oh wait, hold on. I am blocked by Sammy Guevara. I cannot. <laughs> are you blocked by Teddy Long? Because apparently a lot of people are. No, but I am blocked. Wow, I just, damn. Nice. It might have been for my tweet today. I guess we'll have to Probably. add that to your intro. I mean, I did not. Wow, oh, you're not Good call, yeah, yeah. Great call. All I said about the situation, because I've been on his page recently. All I said about the situation. I s Don't I make me block you. Uh, so what is? It, what did he say? What is going right, on? So Sammy Guevara. Wait, wait, wait. Is this another one of those things? Like, okay, did you listen the week that it was only me and Chuck on? Uh, yeah. No. Why? Which? What? He just did like some salacious oh, rumor about backstage no. sex. Not why. I don't know what not, he was talking that's about. Right. That did not happen. That's, this is not rumors. That did not happen. So <laughs> that's a that's a lie. Oh, he was soiling the names. So of this was on Twitter. People. This was on Twitter. Uh, he retweeted him and Andrade was going back and forth. This is what I saw. Um, and Andrade had said something of, I won't beat your ass because I'm a professional. Don't be scared. Uh, and uh, uh, Sammy retweeted it and said, you didn't say shit to me, you liar, but here's some truth, you ungrateful prick. You would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Are you really mad at me or mad at yourself for failing to get over for a second time? Just go back to WWE like we all know you want to and fuck off. Wow, what a dick. Yeah. Now, all I said, by the way, I just want to throw this out there. Uh. All I said about, I, I didn't even retweeted. I just set, posted a screenshot of it and said, meanwhile, things are going great in AEW. <laughs> <All I said. laughs> yeah, it's kind of weak. That's all I said. Yeah. yeah you know. By the way, Ricky Starks uh, also tweeted, can my coworkers just shut the fuck up yep, for a minute? I did see that. Which is nice. Let me see if I can get some more. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Starks is like, I'm going to get over by being the last one standing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Man, that's yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't know how again. I I don't think it's a a, a secret. Sam Guevara is kind of a piece of shit, right? Uh, you know, of course, there's a lot of heat around him with that Ruby Soho <laughs> incident um, at Labor Day weekend at the pay per view or the kickoff or whatever. Yeah, that drop. Yeah, he kicked the, the drop. Her nose got, oh, okay. Yeah, when he dropped, he dropped her, her on it her was head. more of the oh, drop than yeah. it was the kick because he just let her go. Uh, and that was just dangerous and reckless. Of course, the Eddie Kingston stuff. You know, there's a lot. Him and Ty get a lot of. There's a Not lot working of that he with is genuine. The whole impact. He was like, they had a storyline for him. He's like, nah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like doesn't appear for several weeks. Like, yeah, that. Kid. That's you bring just, the panda head back. Right. Just let, them, <laughs> just let them have a match and see what happens. Don't even script it. Just hey, by the way, you guys are fighting tonight on Dynamite. Good luck. I I mean, you can you can probably uh, interchange uh, Sammy Guevara with Kip Sabian, and no one will notice, right? Yeah. No, I think um, I think Sammy's hair is a little too obnoxious to interchange him with anybody. He, yeah, he's not he's not necessary as a pillar for AEW. Let him go to to Mister. You wouldn't be anywhere. Let him get signed to be in NXT forever. Like 
Yeah. I don't. I don't know that he would uh, have the rocket strapped to him in WWE. If it, I, it's sad because you go back a few years in AEW, he was but like he's considered oh, one he's of the genuine, of and, and it was legit, yeah. right? Like yeah. I don't think he there was any on, argument. He puts on con- consistently entertaining matches. He just like when he opens his mouth, he's just like, oh Jesus. When Christ. he opens his mouth, it's bad. But I think his arrogance has gotten to him in the ring because his matches aren't that great compared to what they used to be. Right, I think there's that arrogance there that it doesn't seem like the effort is there to you know give us the spots that he used to. And oh, I'm not and, just talking about feel, the stunts. Talking about the pillars, do you feel for a second that six two two pay per views from now you want to see Sammy Guevara versus? MJF? No, no, not one bit. You want to see almost anybody against MJF? Well, and, and there's we, like eight guys before right. before him, right? Well, and when you talk the about the thing. pillars. At least in my brain, whoever you call the pillars at the time, if they if AEW were to lose them or they were to leave, that would hurt the future of that company. Right. Right? Sammy Guevara leaving AEW would actually probably benefit them yep. at this point, right? Uh another one that's dropped off for completely different reasons for me is Darby Allen. I don't I don't consider Darby Allen a pillar anymore. I just think his stuff has been eh. You know, he hasn't done he def- anything great. His storylines haven't been, been great. He's been on television, but he definitely hasn't been doing anything that feels like top of the card Correct. stuff. Important stuff. Jungle Boy continues to be in consistent quality storylines. His story with Christian's been great. And it's like singles matches on pay-per-views. It's almost like originally putting Sting with Darby Allen, great call for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. I think the way they're using their relationship is hindering Darby. Right, it's, it's like, right. like Jericho like with MJF was a year ago. Yes. There's a, there's a like, next yeah. chapter, and we need to get to it. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's almost as if Sting or Darby is just Sting's boy rather than the other way around. Sting should have been the support behind Darby. The only thing I will say is that Darby, I think, had some backstage issues with maturity, emotional maturity, probably good if they are actually tight and working together on all of the stuff that they do right for the human darby allen that is working with sting i i agree i mean i it's interesting that there's a whole contingent of the aew roster that is literally there to do what sting is doing for darby allen mm-hmm. yeah. you're like you're, you're chris jericho's you're matt hardy's you're christians they're all there to be like here's a young person that needs to understand how to work in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Let me pair you with an older person and you can shadow them yeah. for a while while still doing your shit. Yeah. I, and, and it's interesting you bring up Jericho and I, I like the content and what he's doing for the most part, except for some of the ugly matches, but the story behind it, story around it, I'm into all of it, right? I have to say I'm rejuvenated with the with the Ring of Jericho. Yes. Yeah, the Jericho Appreciation Society. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, like no, this, with the Ring of Honor. The Ring of Honor. Title, oh, yes. The fact that he's yeah. turned like he's just making he's making it relevant, more relevant than it's ever been. That's the by issue. shitting on everything and being a like he's being a heel, right? Yes. Yeah. But like 100 percent of the Ring of Honor diehard fans doesn't make up like 20 percent of. Of AEW, right. of AEW's fan base yeah. or Jericho's right. fan base, right? Like, so being healed to them, but by nature being healed to all of the casuals who are like, yeah, Ring of Honor, right? Right. right. It's fucking, it's very entertaining. It's it, very good. It, it is. It's, again, the story, great. The Daniel Garcia factor, all that yes. stuff. Jericho Appreciation Society is over with me in the sense of it's obnoxious, which is it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, right? It's not hurting anything. Yeah. But him having a title at all 
I don't think is necessary. Granted, the Ring of Honor story is great. Yeah, I think this title, a title. Yeah, this is this is just like this all makes all the sense just because it's so funny. This story. This makes this makes the Ring of Honor title more than the Ring of Honor title makes the person wearing correct now. Correct, and and I guess it look. I guess it's in my brain compared to what people were hoping Ring of Honor would be when it first came out that Tony Khan and it was involved. I don't think anyone envisioned Jericho holding this for any reason. Again, the story no, behind yeah, no, it is no, great. No, 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 I had no idea. I, I, again, like you just mentioned, Chuck, the title could be benefiting other people so much. This story could still be a thing in some different nature. Oh, no. See, that I title think this, could go somewhere else. I think this is going to be how you kick off Ring of Honor a pay-per-view cycle or two from now. Sure. Because he's kicking everybody in the stomach, and he yeah. said he's going to go after every champion. Now, CM Punk was a... Champion uh, Seth Rollins a champion. Pretty sure not. There's a few champions there, but that being said, there still <laughs> is. Every if you look and if, if every every two weeks he has a match with the champion and he does promos where he's like basically saying "fuck you" and giving them the chance to say why Ring of Honor and being an honorable Ring of Honor champion is so important. Sure puts a little more shine on that belt leading yeah. to when you kick off the show because you've got yeah. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um, uh, almost there. Uh, Jay Lee. Daniel Bryan, Jay Lethal. Yeah. Um, did Moxley ever? I don't know that he did. But there are more. I can't think of them right sure. now. And I'm, yeah. I'm so distracted, but I'm wondering what Chuck is watching. He's like so... <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to look up a thing because I know you're going to call bullshit on it the minute I start talking about oh, it. Oh, it's, it's another He's sex ready. rumor. It's another it's sex rumor. I'm another so ready for this. Rumor. Not another sex the rumor. The rumors are coming out. This no, needs to be a weekly segment. Yeah. Chuck's rumor mill. Yeah. We're talking about the Chris Jericho and he had his match with Bandito. Yeah. At, uh, I at, loved that match. It, it was a, f- a fascinating match, but um, I think it was Fightful Select was talking about the fact that somebody in the WWE was asking them for Bandito's phone number while the match was going on. And I'm like, the yeah, fuck? He could. Like, who, it's going to be super competitive now for sure, right? Like, I mean, but it was such a like a bullshit kind of like you can't prove that. Like, you could say is, anything. Yeah, that's a dumb. That that just sounds like somebody trying to get some traction, right? You know, like what? I don't. Yeah, Who cares? I, don't, I, don't, I have Twitter, a contact in the Twitter WWE. Is not a real and place. They were. They were. Twitter is not a real. They place. were Twitter texting me while place. the AEW yes. match was going on, saying, "Can I give Bandito's phone number for you? He's really good." Oh my gosh! Get, get out of that's here your, with that that's, goofiness. What's that called? Clickbait. Yeah, I, I, I hope Clickbait. I hope it's Triple H and he's getting Tony's number and he's calling during the match and Tony's like, "What the fuck." He's like, hey, Tony, I'm going to sign that guy right up for my idea. God damn it. So he only has to do it once, right? And then every time he just sees it, it says Triple H on his phone. He just doesn't answer. Son of a bitch. Question for you two. Genuine question. Uh, With this Sammy Guevara-Andrade situation today, and of course going back and forth on social media, um, this you know coming off the heels of the CM Punk, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega situation, how bad of a look is this on AEW as a company? Not talk about the TV product content. AEW as a company, you you know just had the CM Punk situation after that pay per view. Now you got two of your guys saying doing the shit that they're doing on on social media. It's a bad look if there is a physical confrontation. Okay, in my opinion, like this shit, this is part and parcel of what AEW is there for. 
to to do this kind of reality TV. Twitter's let's not a real place. <laughs> let's work out our fucking angles on Twitter. Yeah, and you know, so have, you think this is this like bullshit. potentially? Yeah, just until for, I know it's an angle or not. Although I, I'm at this point, I'm so bad at sniffing out angles. Sure, I, I'm still not entirely sure CM Punk isn't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one. I'm under the mindset when it comes to the angle situation or not. Like I'm with you. There's been so many situations where we're like, workers, you know, is this real? What what is it? Right. I'm over trying to figure that out. But I will say, if it is an angle. I don't know that it helps your company, right? Like, because it, it just gives the vibe that it is a real life I, yeah, I, issue. I, I, I don't think it's an angle. You so know much what I mean? It might be something that's recoverable, right? Yeah. Like, I, I wish I wish I could believe in a world in which it was an angle, but it does not. Doesn't it, seem it, to be the case. It's interesting too because we talk about like the older guys, like Jericho and Sting, get putting the younger guys over. Sammy Guevara is on the top of the list of who Jericho puts over. Yeah. On a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah and and that's, now he does this I shit he and just, he's yeah, still keeps doing it. shooting himself in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. That's something somebody else pointed out is like between this and what happened a month ago with um, uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Mm -hmm. Like the problem seems to be Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's more than just these two incidents. There's like a list of incidences. But like the only person that I, it seems like will stick up for Sammy Guevara is Chris Jericho. Right. Yeah. Everybody else that has had contact with him is like, the kid's a piece of shit. And he needs to watch it because I don't see a WWE or anyone else relevant signing him if AEW were to let him go. No, He's going to main start. event the Impact Zone with Bobby Fish. You'd have to show up in NXT if he was got signed by WWE. Yeah, that's it. And I don't even think they go that route. You know, I don't think he would go that route. His arrogance would not let it himself go It would be tricky if he let himself get completely um, <laughs> just released by AEW, which seems mad to even be saying. But That's I, crazy. It certainly could. I mean, I mean, they, I, and, and again, they uh, kinda, if he's going to come back and say, I want a giant contract, I'm one of your pillars. And if you're Tony, you say, like, you ain't acting like a fucking pillar. No, and I, no I, you're I painting my event, ass. I can't main event you against MJF. There's, well, a, there's a guy... 15, 15 guys long. I'd I'd rather, I was going to say. Johnny Hungy versus uh, MJF is a better match. Yeah. You haven't been making me money like a pillar? No. I'd rather pay William Regal what I'm paying you to flirt with Excalibur every week because it's getting much more entertaining. <laughs> How <laughs> amazing. What if they go straight to um, NC-17 rating? Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> William Regal's walking out wearing next to nothing. And <laughs> Have you heard his... I'm an eccentric Englishman. I can get away with anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he is a huge fan of Monty Python, and it shows... Uh, and he is having the time of his life. Good on him. This I am last week was out of control. I, I almost called my congressman. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I let no. you snap crack and pop anytime. And Taz is like, we're live, pal. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. <laughs> to himself. I know. Yeah. To himself. Don't say anything. Don't say it. It's okay. It's okay what he's saying. I am, I am genuinely happy with hood. This is not my world. <laughs> <laughs> I am genuinely happy for William Regal. He is, in, I mean, literally enjoying himself in AEW. I think who he's paired with, being able to work with Mox and Danielson uh, on a regular basis, Claudio as well. Yeah. Like, that dude's, they, they found a perfect spot for him, right? As much as NXT was a good spot for him and the role he had there, mm -hmm. for this to be a plan B after that sh went to shit, Perfect. And, and his, most of his best stuff, I thought, was like the in-office stuff. Yes. I mean, I get him screaming into the mic was a you know a big deal, but War Games. Like he's just this whole thing. Like it is a storyline in professional wrestling now, 
Regal flirting with Excalibur. Yes. And Regal knows that. Yep. And Excalibur knows that. Yep. And everyone sitting at the desk knows that. And I bet nobody knows where this goes. Yep. It's just going yeah, to keep, keep it's gonna happen. Every once in a while, he's going to come on real strong like he did this week and see how it goes. And yep. eventually, if Tony's paying attention, which we all know he is, he'll, he'll one day he'll go like, fuck this. I'm going to. You guys got to kiss. You guys got to kiss. One kiss. <laughs> you guys yeah. got to just. One kiss. You got to make out just once. I'll just on so camera. you're one of those girls that like romance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have like a good uh, we've had, gender neutral. We've had Saraya for two weeks. How are we feeling? Uh, not much has changed in my way. Until we see her first match, right? Yes. Yeah. I got to see how physical they want her to get. Um, you know, the, the, the worry is still there. The same that was there last week. It really depends on who they pair her with and how much they're expecting from her. Uh, you know. It's. I'm glad she's cleared. I'm. I'm happy she's doing what she's doing. I had a very similar uh, feeling when Daniel Bryan first came back, right? Um, you know, of course that, and even Edge, like, of course that was very serious. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying hers wasn't, but I gotta see. I got. She's gotta. She's gotta prove that she can still take it. You exactly. know what I mean? This is a dangerous women's locker room. <laughs> and that's that's the scary part as well. Is we talked about this last week. Pairing her with the right person in the sense of who's going to keep her safe. Yeah. You know, who's not going to drop her on her head, who's not going to fall on her face, you know, who's not going to basically send her right back to where she was. And that's, that's unfortunately, that list is not that long in the AEW women's division right now. Um, as much as I'm happy that she found a home and to be back doing it, you know, I don't want her getting dropped on her head her first fucking match and she's right. gone. You know, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people in that women's division that would probably drop around her head, depending on the spot that they're trying to pull off. So, it's well, the, I, it's the last it. thing AEW needs right now is for us to watch somebody get paralyzed or killed in the ring. Oh yeah, the, the <laughs> amount of shit that's been going on around that company, having someone paralyzed on, like the only thing that's saving their asses right now is the on-screen product, because everything around that company, there's a lot of fire right now, but. The on-screen product has been good, especially at the top of the card. I wanted that comic with the dog, but it's one of those fine. crazy Tony, Tony faces. Tony Khan, like, yeah. You're making one of those crazy faces on the little dog. Yeah. It's tricked Dan as you need promoting. Oh, I just want to know how dare you. <laughs> <laughs> you rue the day. How dare you. How dare you. This is all really good. But I'm happy to see her back on TV. I'll show you. I'm just hitting buttons now. She could play the role of just a manager and I'd be entertained by that. Yeah, she could be like the general manager of the women's division. Yeah, That's because fine. she's a great talker. She's very charismatic. Um, that even if her role was strictly talking some way, somehow, I'm in. Yeah. You know? So. But the women's division does need, that's the problem with the women's division. They need something to really spark that. And yeah, and I think if you give, if you give the women's division an authority figure, then you automatically give them like you have to give them more TV time because you're paying this person to just come out and be an authority figure, yes. so they've got to be on television, right? Do the Sonya Deville role. Yep. Right. I can leave that. I read that Chris Jericho actually had to get a magician's license to do the fireball trick. There's no such thing as a magician's license, Chuck. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Who do you think the the state is that a state or a federal license? That's Chuck? a state license. He has to go from state to state and and every state reapply. they go to, they realize. He has to reapply for the magician's license and prove that he can do it. I mean, obviously, Scarlett didn't get a magician's license because she fucking whiffed that fireball on Friday. She did. I was upset because I'm in on that storyline. I'm like, oh damn it, that wasn't good. Yeah. 
That was not great at all. It's, and Drew still sold it, even though it went over his fucking head. Yeah, because that's what you do. Ugh. You're a professional. No, you're, if you're a professional, you improv and you fucking, you play the role that you're thrown off by the fact that a fireball was that close to you, and that's how he got the advantage. You don't sell it, hit your eye when it would have been above your head. That was not great. Not great. Compelling. <laughs> a compelling debate. This is, this, this is why... Uh, our morbidly small our morbidly. fan base comes back week after week is for cutting edge debates. Shit. Like that. Before we go, so we were talking about a half an hour ago. Hey, you know what? This is a real <laughs> chick magnet. We were talking about a half an hour ago about like having The Rock come back uh, and, like and how we, we, we weren't really into it. Name me like the top three people you think that are just a phone call away for big things like that. Like that they would they would do it no matter what. Like the, you, the Rock, you can't see me, my time John Cena, you know Steve Austin. That are like not that they would say yes to it, but that oh we we need a giant name for something. Oh John then Cena, John. Oh yeah, he's got yeah he's yep. John Cena. Can't John Cena's easily on the top of that list. Um, I think Stone Cold still is, depending on how much you're asking him to do. I don't think you're going to get as much as he, you got from Mania yeah. on a consistent basis. But if you need him to show up and cut a good promo, he will. Uh, I think Goldberg's probably on that list, Goldberg's, whether we like it or not. No, yeah, Goldberg is definitely on that list, unfortunately. Maybe maybe Triple H is like, yeah, we've had enough Goldberg. I think on the <laughs> WWE side, they wouldn't. But I think if if he got the call, he'd show up. For sure, still to this day. Another one that's not talked about, but they still do it, and even though we don't want Kane. Kane yeah, Kane is another one of the, like, I'm not Kane. excited to be Kane, but... It's, it's Mayor Mayor Glenn Jacobs. That right. mayor who roots for the Russians against yeah. the Ukrainians? Yep. That guy. Uh, uh, that guy. Get him to put a um, mask on and a wig and Undertaker's do a his phone thing. call away. He, I don't think anymore. He is, but I don't think he picks up. I don't think he picks the phone up. up. Yeah. You don't think he'd come for Triple no, H? That, that was for Vince. I, he's because he said so many times he didn't want to come back, but he always let Vince pull him back. I don't think he's letting now. Triple. If he lets Triple H get the hooks in him, he will die one day in the ring. Like he'll be That's ninety Flair, years old. That's who said he never wants to retire. Well, we know that, but he's also broke. I don't think Undertaker. When we saw the inside of his house during the interview. Look pretty financially secure. Yeah. Now yeah, you never the, know. The poor room. Brett Favre had to steal uh, steal all kinds of money from the poor. poor Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, he's so poor he had to steal money from the welfare funds. He should be hey. in jail. He should be in jail. He should be in jail. And the fact that more people are not talking about that is I'm so is fucking pathetic. angry. That's why on a wrestling show I'm bringing up Brett Favre because I'm so angry <laughs> That's that, it. that this is like this is a thing. And I'm sorry, but you make the amount of money you make in the NFL and you find yourself to be poor. That's for a volleyball you. stadium. For a fucking volleyball Who's stadium. Fucking show no offense to volleyball stadium. players, but still. Oh, you know what? Facts are facts. It's a Cleveland volleyball people. <laughs> I don't know if I'm on screen, but yeah. You are on screen, yes. Okay, good. Oh, fuck man. volleyball people and fuck Brett, 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 Brett Favre. Brett Favre, if you go back to when he was drafted. <sighs> Brett Favre. What are you doing there, sir? Is that it? Nothing. Is that the waves of uh, an ocean? No. Oh, you're putting up a, a, a thing where you can people can get free... Uh, <laughs> Sex fucking rumors that you've made up, but if they click the QR code, yeah, you gotta do is click this QR code. Oh, Ramp up the ultra violence. Oh, I think we did it, guys. I think we did it without Erica. Miss her. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's tough. When she's not here, everything kind of goes to shit. But yeah. So it goes. They're doing penis thrust on the wrestling show. It's just, it's just hitting random ass buttons the last 15 minutes. Yeah, he's bitching at us like we're random doing ass. Erica's not here. Three guys doing penis, doing stuff, penis stuff on the wrestling show. On the wrestling Honestly, show. I gotta it's s- not wrong. F- everything's got to. Chuck, Chuck needs to get his kayfabe license. <laughs> Chuck, where can people find Is you online? state or federal? Oh, I, I wanted to mention this tweet. Uh, oh. Andrade and Sammy going in and on Twitter. Mess. MJF and Ricky tweeting about the tweets. Adam Cole is playing Super Mario RPG on his Twitch channel. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Cole. Adam, good job, Adam Cole. Good hey, job, Adam Cole. You're killing it. Uh, you can find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash. Four foot two. Four foot two, shoot. Four Adam foot Cole. two, really? Yep, four foot two. Good Lord. Uh, Twitch.tv wow. backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K or at robliefeldfeet.com. That's where you can find me uh, playing some old video games. I got the Ninja Turtle Cowabunga collection I've been playing the last couple of weeks and uh, doing Nerd Radio on Wednesday mornings. We're coming back tomorrow morning. We were going to do it last week and then uh, we, had, we had an emergency and we could not, but we will be back tomorrow morning to talk some Nerd Radio right here on Twitch. T-U-R-T-L-E power. Justin I'd- Valentine. Where can people find you this weekend? Uh, JV Sports Talk pay-per-view, probably getting ready for Extreme Rules Saturday night. My first pay-per-view in my new home, by the way. Score. Nice. Uh, Shawnee Constant will be on the show at PPV underscore pod to follow everything that's going on on that episode. Also, jvsportstalk.com for sports stuff. .edu. Shawnee, end it. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We do very much appreciate it. We have done now, Chuck. I think we're actually 180 episodes or something with the ones that were deleted. Maybe 200, but... I've been um, in this podcast game far too long to be as poor as I am. I know. Nerd Radio is three episodes away from 400. Yeah, well, uh, you got Wild. Promote. What are you doing to promote, sir? Same thing, I'm doing nothing hiding. It's Mormon time! It's Mormon time! We're going to get those numbers. People are going to start flooding back into the professional wrestling, and they're all going to come to us. Yeah. (laughs) For my sexy rumors. No, we're not doing your sexy, fun time rumors. (laughs) I cannot believe that you're just airing imaginary dirty laundry about completely innocent people. I I, I have been Shawnee Constant, your host, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram with my dogs, uh, my cats, uh, my garden is, I, I'm buttoning it up for the season. I'm going to, you know, uh, yeah, all at, at, at Shawnee.constant uh, on Instagram. And uh, send me stuff at One Fall uh, Show Twitter uh, or, or at One Fall Show uh, at gmail.com. Send me an email if, uh, an old if you're listening to this. An old-fashioned email. Yeah, send me an email just so that when I check it four months from now, I'm like, oh, someone sent an email. Hey. I should have checked this sooner. Have fun, everybody. Be safe. Don't forget to spay and neuter your dogs and cats. And don't fall in the hole. Who is this? Your one file show housing from Sean Housing. It's Macomb County. Produced a podcast of some sort. You want to see Terrifier 2 on Thursday? Dan Hell yeah. must come on to this and show. Friday's the new Hellraiser. Who is this? That's Friday? Who is Friday on? Knocked on Dan Housing's internet home oh. door to ask him to come on a podcast. Dan Housing does not know this. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Who knows? One fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housing into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rule the day.
Anyways, lad that down, housing. Yes. Boo! Oh, fuck you, this shit sucks! <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>